0: Dear listeners, In the last episode, we traveled with Swamiji as he returned home to his beloved India and beloved Belur Madh for the final time. In this episode, we will pay close attention to his last days. Let us hold our mind and hearts steady. The hero is getting ready for his final lap on his time in this planet. Last Days Swamiji returned to Belur Math in May. His health continued to become worse, but he received many visitors daily, talked to them, and gave them spiritual help. He also held classes for the monks and brahmacharans, or novices, in training to become monks. He would often sing. He made rules for life in the monastery and saw that the monks observed them. He made them get up early, very early in the morning for meditation. He himself was always up very early. He was interested in many things about the life at Belur The garden, the cows, the cooking, and many such things. He especially liked animals. There were many at the mott premises. There was a dog called Baga, a she goat, which Swamiji called Hansi or Swan, and also cows, sheep, ducks, geese, an antelope, a stork, and a kid called Matru. These animals also loved Swamiji very much, and Matru. That little kid would follow him about and sometimes even slept in his room. But Baga was the chief of the animals. Once he did something wrong and the monks took him across the river and left him there. But Baga came back. He jumped on a ferry boat and growled loudly at the boatman when the boatman tried to make him leave. The boatman was afraid and let Bhaga stay on the ferry. The next morning, Swamiji found Bhaga lying at his door. He patted him and told the other monks that Bhaga was not to be sent away. In October 1901, Swamiji had the Durga Pujo performed at Belur Math. All the devotees of Sri Ramakrishna came on that occasion. The puja was performed in a grand style and hundreds of people were served with prasad. Later, the Swami also performed the Lakshmi Puja and Kali Puja. After this, his health became much worse. He had to stay in bed for several days. After resting for some time, he became better. However, he could not work as hard as before. Towards the end of the year two Japanese scholars came to see Swamiji at the mort they wanted him to go out to japan to speak at a congress of religions swamiji was willing to go but he was unable to do so because he was too ill however he visited both gaya and banaras with one of the japanese gentlemen mr okakura many people came to him at banaras the maharaja of binga offered him money for establishment of a monastery in Benares. Swamiji accepted the offer and later sent Swami Shivananda to Benares to start a mot. Several young men in Benares had tried to follow Swamiji's teachings. They rented a small house and tried to help the poor and sick people who had no home or friends. They worked hard without thinking of their own comfort. Swamiji was pleased to see this and was very proud of these young men. Swamiji enjoyed his stay in Benares. The climate was good for his health and he felt much stronger. However, he soon returned to Belur Mott. One interesting thing happened while he was living at Belur. The Mott had a new edition of Encyclopedia Britannica. That was a big word. There were 25 huge volumes. Swami Vivekananda began reading them. He had great powers of concentration and could read very quickly. He soon finished the 10 volumes and had started reading the 11th volume. At that time, a disciple came. He saw the long line of huge volumes and said, It would be hard for anyone to understand so many volumes even if they had to read this for their whole life. Swamiji replied, How is that? I have already read 10 volumes. You can ask me any question you like from them. The disciple then started asking difficult questions from each one of the 10 volumes. Swamiji answered all of them correctly. In some cases, He even remembered the exact words used in the encyclopedia. The disciples said, this is beyond the power of man. But Swamiji explained that it was due to concentration. If anyone lived a pure life, he could get such concentration. End of story. Let's again revisit the words of Swami Gambirananda to examine and understand Swamiji's unique contribution to the world. His unique contribution was to remove the gulf between the two standpoints, individual and the universal. Broad as the sky and deep as the ocean was a favorite expression of the Swami which can very well sum up his own personality. He was a religious man in the old sense of the term, with the added qualification that work for him was worship. There was no split in his personality, and he did not stand for two different ideals for the East and the West. Those circumstances compelled him to prescribe different remedies for the two He really stood for an integrated life both in India and abroad. And the ideal in both places was the realization of God. Swami Vivekananda, the spirit, stood for spirituality alone. Life also was valuable so far only as it meant an endeavor for the manifestation of the perfection already in us. It was wrong according to him either to dichotomize life and spirit or to separate the one from the all. Thank you for listening.